0: Hi, friends. Jumping on before the start of the episode to ask for your help. Since I started this podcast four years ago, I have been dreaming of a place for us to gather, a place where we can practice some of the things that are shared here on the podcast, a place where you and I can meet gaze to gaze, heart to heart, and a place where we can share our experiences of enriching our lives through the wisdom of the body and expanding our pleasure through the wonder of the senses. I would love to hear your voice and your vision in writing this next chapter of Come to Your Senses. Go to schoolofsensualliving.com slash survey to contribute your ideas, give your feedback on which topics you burn with the most passion to hear about, and let's create a beautiful sanctuary together. SchoolofSensualLiving.com slash survey. I will see you there. Hello, and welcome to the Come to Your Senses podcast. I'm your host, embodiment-based coach, Mary Lofgren. Here, we explore how to live bravely and beautifully through a lifestyle of embodiment. You'll hear gems to empower you around mindset, mindfulness, somatic psychology, and neuroscience, as well as beauty, food, style, and the art of slow living to meet your soul through the senses. I am so happy that you're here. Let's begin. Hello, beautiful listeners, and welcome to Come to Your Senses. This week, I am preparing to head to Northern California, because next week, I am going to be luxuriating in a equine therapy centered retreat. This is a retreat that's centered around somatics and body based methods and using horses to bring whatever you want to bring to the center of the experience to grow around and peek into the shadows of and illuminate and embody. And I have been craving and wanting and lusting after this retreat and experience for years. So I'm really excited about it. And something else that I notice is that whenever I am preparing to have some sort of expansive experience, like traveling somewhere far, there is this kind of side dish experience that happens, which is a feeling of dread. (laughs) I laugh because it doesn't make any sense to my logical linear cognitive mind, but I've been noticing that there's, you know, just stress and anxiety about getting there and getting to the airport. And, you know, I remember going to Paris for the first time and feeling tremendous dread and anxiety before going. And when I got in the taxi to go to the airport, I remember just kind of hearing my soul whisper, things are going to change because of this trip. And who did they ever, that trip on a personal and professional level was a huge catalyst for change in my life. And so it's really common when traveling, which can be a destabilizing experience to become destabilized and I used to travel every two weeks. I would be on the road when I worked in a corporate job, visiting different training centers across the U.S. and even across the world. And so I have a lot of experience with traveling on airplanes, on trains, on road trips. And I'm so thrilled to bring you an episode today that will hopefully inspire you to make the entire experience of your travel a pleasure instead of the moment you get there to the moment you leave and have to travel again. So something I'm practicing this week is preparing for my trip in the physical, in how I pack, and how I plan, but doing so in a way that brings me pleasure. And so that is something I am going to share with you today. And another thing that I just want to share that I'm also really excited about is that every year, every six months to a year, my team and I do a bit of an audit of our offerings and packages. And we've recently done an audit of the embodied intelligence coaching program. And I have done all sorts of configurations with this program over the years. It's about three years now that I've been coaching and teaching and refining. And I've served almost a 100 people as they've gone through the Embodied Intelligence Program and been receivers of that experience, but also been active participants in building their skill set of embodiment. And recently I've discovered a system that is really, really working. And I was writing the enrollment page around it and my assistant and I were talking and just sharing how anytime we're on a sales page, we feel like we're being yelled at. (laughs) Do you ever feel like that? And I found that You know, in just writing a sales page as deeply as I try to drop into my own authentic relaying of the message, there's something about it that just feels kind of transactional and inauthentic. And so, what we've created is a beautiful, full color workbook to take you on a journey. The prompts that you'll find in this workbook are a taste of how we would work together if you became a coaching client. And so if having a body-led, fully supported coaching experience as we come into a new season that helps you embrace your magnetism, open up to your body and your senses, and understand your embodied intelligence so that you can awaken your full-bodied genius, if that's something that you're interested in, desire, feel ready for. I am ready for you. My books are already a little bit full with continuing clients, so I'm opening up three new spaces. Starting this week, I'm booking discovery calls to start with new clients on May 1st of this year, 2023. So you can head to schoolofsensualliving.com slash coaching. Link will be below this episode. And I would love to put this blessed workbook and brochure in your hands to help open up new doorways of pleasure and power in your body, presence in your mind and heart, and possibility in the possibility of us working together. So schoolofsensualliving.com slash coaching to download your free workbook today. So let's dive in to our gems. making your travel luxurious. So the first gem I kind of nodded towards in the introduction but have you ever noticed that when you travel you know I was just talking about this with a friend who has two kids and a dog and they are headed to the beach and she is adrenalineized. <laughs> she was just sharing with me like the fallout of just how stressed she has felt in packing up and preparing and getting her stuff and the kids' stuff and the dog's stuff. And, you know, that's a very different experience than traveling solo. And so I want to really acknowledge that and and honor that. And yet. Something that I think is universal is this idea that the depth of pleasure that we are able to receive from an experience is directly proportionate to the depth of our preparation for it. I learned that from my friend Rochelle Sheik, who is the creator of the movement method Koya. And whenever you're preparing a Koya class, the first step. And the most important step, some might say, is setting sacred space. So that might look like lighting a candle, setting out an oracle card, calling in the directions, all things that Rochelle shares so abundantly and generously in Koya. And I say is the most important step because it sets up the energy field and the flavor of the entire experience. And I remember I used to be a corporate trainer and I would spend so much time studying so hard to nail my intro and hit all my points and, you know, basically do like an A plus plus presentation from a technical point of view. But when my magic as a presenter really started to drop in was when I would go into the bathroom or the linen closet at the training center where it was a skincare corporate training position. And so we would do demonstrations and facials, which is why we had a linen closet in the office. But anyway, I digress. And I would turn on music and I would do long, slow hip circles. And I would imagine myself sauntering into this room of 50 people who were there on their day off to receive product knowledge, not exactly the warmest audience. And I would just visualize and imagine and move into my own body, the expectation of pleasure. So when traveling, it's very common and very human to expect chaos and frustration and fear. (laughs) Because travel puts a lot of things out of our control and our human sweet little protective brains are really wired to scan for danger. And so what this looks like for me, you know, this will be kind of described in each of the gems that I share with you today. But two of the things that really help me set the place for pleasure, one is to visualize And imagine arriving at the airport on time, what I'm going to wear on the flight, imagining myself touching up my lip gloss, sauntering to the airport shuttle, flirting with the security staff, making some sort of cheeky joke if they have to go through my suitcase Oh, and I feel just my energy starting to settle. Like there's this beautiful cherry blossom tree outside my home. And I love to watch when the wind just shakes these gorgeous pink blossoms and makes it rain or snow, these pink, fluffy, delicious petals. And when I talk about that kind of a visualization, what I notice in my own system is like a liquefying of the tension that I hold around making it happen, making it happen to get to the airport, to get to the shuttle, to haul my bag onto the security line. You know, those things all sound really hard and really stressful. But this is the power of the imagination is that it has the ability to create a feeling inside. And then that feeling becomes a compass as you move through the experience itself. And that direction makes that feeling more of a reality. So visualizing to set the place for pleasure. And then another thing that I do to set the place for pleasure is I really luxuriate in the packing. You might be thinking, are you crazy? But I'm a Virgo. And so packing lists and things like it are absolutely a part of my love language to myself and to others. And this also speaks to that feeling first way of living is when I imagine myself on this trip or any trip, rather than just, okay, these are the things I'm going to throw in a bag. I actually list out the days. And so, okay, Sunday is a travel day. Monday, I'm going to be roaming around the city, getting myself settled in, Tuesday is the first day of the retreat, etc., etc. And so what are the things that are going to make me feel amazing in each of those shades of this experience? And I'll do this as much in advance of the trip as I can so that it's not the night before and I'm like, oh crap, I need a new pair of whatever, And having new items that haven't been worn in a suitcase for a trip. Oh, what a luxury. I mean, I love creating a trousseau for any experience, whether it's a trip or a picnic. You know, these little luxuries. Luxury, I think, can sometimes be defined by extravagance which is one flavor of luxury that I will never turn down. But there is also such a luxury to the simplicity of a well-packed suitcase or the delight. In my little picnic collection, I have a miniature cutting board for cheese. And so it's like, I don't know, it's like the size of a pad of notepaper. But every time I bring it out, I am just so tickled and delighted. And it just brings me so much joy and so much luxury. So preparing the place for pleasure. The next gem also has to do with packing. And this is a gem that I learned from Abby Wambach, hearing her talk about how, you know, she's a soccer star and she travels a lot and how she has a bag of toiletries that she has pre-packed. And so I started doing that. And I mean, there are just no words for the joy. (laughs) I feel even like bashful saying it because it feels like a disproportionate amount of joy that I get from having this little toiletry bag that has little mini shampoo and conditioner, mini toothpaste, mini toothbrush, mini deodorant, a couple other mini things. And then I got little mini pill boxes and I took from my medications and supplements some pills in advance that I just keep in the bag so that I'm never caught on a trip without those things. Earplugs, you'll find in there, a sleep mask. It is just luxury's lap When the other night I needed to go see my mom and she lives about three hours away and I was just tossing some things in a bag and I thought, oh my God, I have my pre-packed toiletry bag because I'm always going to my mom's and be like, mom, can I borrow your cleanser? Mom, can I borrow your toothpaste? And hauling all of her goods into the little guest bathroom. So pre-packed toiletry bag, ready to go for this trip that you have coming up and all trips. Luxury at its finest. And then the final gem also, (laughs) I don't know if you can hear this in the background, but my foster dog, Snow White, who, if you follow me on Instagram, is slowly becoming a foster fail. She is nestling her white Labrador way into my heart and um, she is ready for her evening walk. And so she's Breathing hot breath in the background and maybe you can hear her toenails, but I just love leaving little details like that in the audio to bring you into my world in real time. So hot breath in the city happening as we speak. The final gem also circles back to the first gem, which is setting the place for pleasure is the radical idea that travel could be pleasurable. (laughs) So I shared, you know, this tool of visualization that when you're going through the security line and, you know, getting there to the airport on time and all of those things. But I also want you to know that the pleasure you experience from this aspect of life and from anything is very much in your hands with these small, tiny details. So something that I do is when I am going through the security line, or if I'm on the tram, going from terminal to terminal, everyone has their headphones in their phone, and everybody's just bearing down. They're just like, we're bracing, we're going to get through this. And I sometimes make it a practice to not wear my headphones and to not look at my phone in those moments and just to look at people and even give them a small smile and a moment of connection. I make sure when I'm boarding the plane, then I do put my earphones on and I make sure to listen to classical music or spa music to just kind of tune out the anxiety that's happening around me and just slide on into my seat. I budget for the ridiculously voraciously overpriced magazines and you know when I used to travel for work it was like I would scrimp and scramp my money. I would like bring my water bottle, drink it before I got in the security line so that I could hydrate and then fill it up when I get through because I was just so resentful about the cost of travel. But Knowing that every time I go into Hudson News, which is the New York little magazine shop that you see in airports, every time I go in there, I end up buying a magazine and then I just shame myself for it. So I'll either buy some at CVS before my trip, or I'll just allow myself the luxury and the clearance to make the way that I travel an experiment of the way that I want to live my life, which is less of an experience of a purgatory that I just have to get through and more of an opportunity to slow down and be embodied and use this time really well. You know, the other day I was talking to a friend who has a Tesla and he was talking about the self-driving feature And I was just thinking about how many of our modern conveniences, it's like, oh God, for somebody who has a long commute, having a self-driving feature could free up like three hours a day. And then I was going on a road trip. I had to drive to Charlotte, which is about two hours away. And I thought, damn, I wish I had one of those Teslas right now. But you know what I wanted that for? So, I could get more work done. And I think that that's a really powerful reminder that when we're traveling, it is this suspension of time. And I get some of my best ideas, my most creative creations, and my deepest nourishment from just the quiet time of stolen moments where I can't be in my everyday hustle. And so my friends, my pets, my pet, my current pet, Snow White, who is here shedding her White Lab undercoat all over the microphone, I hope you can hear me through the uh, intense Labrador undercoat spring shed, which is apparently a thing as they prepare for summer. And I will keep you posted on if Snow White becomes an official member of the Come to Your Senses family. And if you would like to become a deeper, more intimate, more core member of the come to your senses circle by exploring the opportunity of working together through embodied intelligence coaching, I would be so delighted to receive your application and to sit across the screen from you. So head to schoolofsensualliving.com slash coaching to download your free gem of a workbook today. And thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, I hope you heard that little sneeze in the background. Please leave me and Snowy a like, subscribe, and review. We'd be so delighted to hear from you. And thank you so much for being a part of this community. I will see you in the next episode. For coaching, classes, and community in creating a lifestyle of embodiment, head to schoolofsensualliving.com. There you'll find a free video series on how to reduce anxiety and intercept the stress response through powerful, confident body language. Head to schoolofsensualliving.com slash confidence to watch your first video today.